Denno. Hello. <laughs> oh, you pull a little kitsch for us. A little kitsch intro, yeah. even though no kitsch. Oh, it's not, you know, I'm, no sure he'll appreciate, I'm sure he'll appreciate that. Um, yeah, kitsch is off uh, golfing, Sea Island somewhere, doing something. Uh, this is now part two a week later, which was supposed to be like a day later. But now we're, we're part twoing this. But first, that'll be four. Uh, we kick right off because we were on a limited schedule here. Um, I don't know. There's the expression, right, in the in the biz that any good publicity, uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity as long as they get your name right, something like that. We may have broken, uh, That may, we may be the exception to the rule this week based on the feedback I received from our, uh, our audio <laughs> from, from last week's pod. I think I heard, I there were words like unlistenable, get your shit together. Like that's the kind of commentary. I'm not sure. I just don't know if that, if that's good for the pod. Art, no one shows empathy. No one shows empathy. <laughs> Listen, they got to connect with you, Bart. Connect. It's the, it's the world. I agree. No one, there are no, there's no room for minor, minor mistakes in this world. It's all over. Listen, when my it American was, friends, it was a disaster. When my American friends who, who are out there busy blowing up Bud Light, cases of Bud Light because of certain issues and they're the ones commenting that we have to get our shit together. Like that's a problem. That's a problem. Yes. Yes. Look in the mirror, Bart. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Look in the mirror. No, listen, we're, I know you and I are going to move on from it because um, that's just, that's how we roll. Uh, I just hope, I hope the rest of the listening audience can also uh, move on. So, all right, Denno, that's it. The Raptor season came to a crashing halt uh, we're yes. expecting we're expecting here from management some point this week, and I think Eric Smith uh, is going to join later in the week for a secondary pod this week. Nice. Uh, but nice. let's but let's talk let's talk the disaster that was last uh, exactly a week ago. Um, and I'll preface this with saying you're going to blame me because with eight minutes left in the third quarter, wraps yes. up eighteen. I looked over at Sless yes. and yes. I said. This game, I, the exact words, this game is over. And oh, I'm not joking. No. Slush just looked at me. And as soon as he looked at me, I was like, uh-oh, I, I, shouldn't, oh, have said, no. I shouldn't have said that, should I? And he's like, nope. <laughs> I was not aware of that. That That yeah. is on you, Bert. No, it's I know. on you. I know. Trust me. Uh, yeah, don't. So everyone take it easy on, DeR- on DeRozan's uh, kid and the death threats that she was getting. Just, it's me. Oh, it's, Give me know. the death threats. I screwed it up. I screwed it up. So Bart, could you actually hear the screaming? Like you're at the game, like so. Yeah, so I was going to talk about that at some stage today. So okay. listen, I, I and I've said this the same answer to everybody, and no one can believe me. The answer is no. I did not hear her yeah. scream once, probably because I was so uh, focused on the fact that I had ruined the Raptors season by saying they uh, were collapsing or that they, we, the game was over. Um, I was screaming at the refs a bunch, but I will remind everybody there were a ton of missed free throws in the first. Uh, half at the end that she was not at. Um, so I, I'm, okay. I'm not saying I'm not saying it was uh, I'm not saying it didn't distract them, but I didn't hear it, and I don't yeah. blame her. I don't blame her. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say Bart, you didn't hear it because you were so inebriated. I thought you were gonna say no. not like you were so. <laughs> no, I uh, I definitely had my fair share. Uh, Celeste yeah. was driving. <laughs> Celeste was driving home that night, so I drank for him as well, but not because I don't remember. I was fine. I was fine. I was, I was in tune. Uh, oh. The only good thing about that game is I had a great gambling night, an awesome gambling oh. night. But the, yeah, everything else was Fair a disaster. Prop. Everything else yeah. was a disaster. All right, so Deno, listen. Yeah. Get well before. Yeah, tell me, give me the Deno 
point of view on all this? I'm actually glad it's over. Like <laughs> I'm just okay. Like I don't, I don't got to analyze, how, you know, how they're going to get in, but like that game, like it ended up being a dry hump. Like I don't know what your opinion was on the um, Siakam three pointer. Like I don't think he should have been given three shots, and what? they didn't challenge it. Uh, like I. I'm still in shock that he didn't challenge it and shocked that he got three shots. Am I shocked that he missed two? Not really, actually. I'm not shocked. Well, listen, I'm, we're, jump, we're jumping ahead here because Pascal is, yeah. def- is definitely a topic of conversation. Um, yeah. But all right, but let's go there. So that foul was done literally right in front of our seats. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. I, I, you know what? I do think if they'd come back and said it's only two shots, you could make that argument. The fact they gave him three, I think there was an argument for it. But I'm telling you, yeah. when he was when he jumped up in the air, his thought process was not, I'm about to shoot a three here. It was like, I'm jumping in the air now to pass. He heard the whistle, got yeah. the bump, and then threw it towards the basket. So, yeah, yeah. that call goes 50-50 yeah. a lot of ways. Okay. Uh, you know, I think I think Chicago had just used their challenge previously. Yeah. Like, I don't think they had their I challenge thought, left. Because, like, on, on the broadcast, they were saying – they they can't believe he didn't challenge it, but I, I have to go back and see if they've yeah, if I mean, well, used yeah, it. The, the broadcast. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. The, listen, the guys who yeah. weren't drinking, calling the game, probably know better than than the guy who was sitting there, beer after beer. Um, but yeah, so I mean, but it, like I, immediately, uh, the people around me that did not appreciate me on it because I'm like, well, it's, he's not making all three. Like I, that was my me. No. There's no way he's making. All, then he buries the first one. I'm like, well, looks good on the first one, and then that second one grazes the front of the rim right i mean disaster yeah Yeah. and then but you know what he's gotta make the third to at least close within three like you have to make the third yeah um yeah but again broken record here he is last year third team all nba i believe if you're 13 all all nba by definition you should be considered a closer on your team if you're a top 15 guy in the league you should be a closer. Siakam has proven time and time again, he cannot close games for us. Okay. Cannot close them. Now, does that mean that Gary Trent shouldn't hit that wide open three uh, in the corner with like, I mean, he was wide open. It's a great look. Two of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Gary didn't do anything that game either. Fred missed a bunch down the stretch. Um, You know, and it just takes away from like because Siakam was having a great game prior to that. But I think the only way Siakam becomes effective is if he knows he is not responsible to carry that load at the end of the game. I mean, that's it. Like that's it. Bottom line: if he has to carry the load at the end of the game, he's not our guy, and he and he's not worth forty million a year. Siakam had thirty-two nine and six. He was like, awesome. He was oh that first half like he was unstoppable, and Freddie Freddie had that great spurt, but like. How many points did Freddie get in the second half? Like five points, four points? Well, I mean, the third quarter, again, right? Everything slows yeah. down. Like, we just we yeah. couldn't make anything. Uh, then, you know, we didn't really use anybody off the bench other than, I mean, I think Trent only had 17 minutes. I think Boucher had eight. Uh, it, yeah. was, it was a really yeah. low, which you knew was coming um, to yeah. a certain extent. But, yeah, yeah then you, you got our five, and we just stopped making shots again. And then you could just, yeah. you could just sort of feel, you could feel certainly in the arena and you could see it a little bit on the players faces during time. Like they could just sort of see it happening. They're like, Oh shit, here we go again. And I yeah. keep saying to everybody to me, I'm with you, Deno. I'm kind of glad it's over too. Cause it was just going to be a dick tease the rest of the way. Um, 
because you know you saw Miami lose that first uh the and you thought oh shit if we win this game we could maybe beat Miami right like that was and then you know you and then but thank god that didn't happen because we would have lost to Miami uh but it was a microcosm of the season they get these leads they can't close nothing good happens at the end of a game uh terrible challenges by Nick Nurse who had another one in this game uh you know so yeah i mean it it is what it is but here is Let's talk about this for a second. I'm surprised Nurse hasn't been let go yet or hasn't come. We haven't heard the, like, we're parting ways mutually. Uh, that surprises me. But you sent right after the blurb from Aaron Rose that he put out there on where this team's at uh, as far. So I did not realize we have no, we have no draft picks ever again, I don't think. I don't think we draft ever again. I, I didn't realize. So, we're, so we have this year's, but after this year, we don't, or do we have this year's? I don't even think we have this year's. We have this year's because they're saying we got the 13th pick. And then I think three of the next four we don't have or something like that. Well, I think it's the next four we don't. I think it's 20. Yeah. Yeah, because we're 20. Yeah, that's right. We don't have 24, 25, 26, or 27. We have next year's if it's top six protected. And that's what Aaron was saying on his blurb. The only way to yeah, protect yeah. that draft pick is to yeah. blow this yeah. team up. So but yeah. before we talk yeah. about the blow up scenario, but this leads to the, this begs the question, what in the fuck were we doing? trading for Pirtle and giving up a top six, like anything but top six protected, yeah. like to, to lose, like we in the first game of the plan as a nine yeah. seed, like that trade had to be done to sit there and go, okay, you know what? We got a chance to get to the sixth seed and maybe win a first round series. It can't be done to, to now have a free, another free agent who could walk like that every day. That trade looks more and more egregious. Yeah, like just you know, listen to all the the Raptor chat afterwards. Where like Nick Nick Nurse said, like the 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 one area that I'm aligned with, you know, Messiah is that he wants to win. He wants to win now, right? But it's he hear that and you go and like, where, where's the reality check of like this team was not going to go even if we got in, we we were not going to go and upset someone, right? Like where where do you have that reality check that yeah you had portal like all of a sudden you're not going to be you're not going to knock off a one, two or three seed, but like, like you're no. not going to do it. And, and Bart, you're talking about, about, um, you know, us not closing a game. Right. And like everyone saw the stats like on that foul shooting, right. We shot 78% during the year. And then we go shoot 18 for 36, right. We shoot 22 of 36, just 61%. <laughs> that game's tied. If we hit our mark, we win that game by six, yeah. 10 points. And a lot of those, what you know, it was a lot of it in the first half too, where it's like just it's called a charity stripe for a reason. That's just us choking. It's your home rim. It's no, every like that's to- just choking. Totally. And I'm even in the first half. We missed a ton. We missed a ton in the first half. And yeah. I and I yeah. said this less at one stage. I'm like, these missed free throws are gonna come back to haunt us. Oh, and you could just yeah. see it, right? It was just like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, like I again, in unless that Purtle trade was gonna get us over the top which obviously it didn't like I, you could make the argument. We don't make the trade. We still are a nine or 10 seed. We're in the exact same scenario, except we would have our first rounder next year at whatever, whatever, like we'd have, it would be more draft capital. Now what we have is a guy who's going to free agency that we may have to be forced to sign. But think about that for a second, right? We are now staring. Well, it's, it's glaringly obvious. Now we are either going to go in full blow up mode and resign or trade these assets for 
for probably 60 or 70 percent uh, 60 or 70 cents on the dollar. Like you won't get full value from them now because they're, you know, they might be signing trades uh, or they know that we're in fire sale mode. Uh, and now we're looking at a major rebuild with Scotty Barnes being the centerpiece and everyone else probably being gone uh, with very little draft capital. And you're, you're staring at f- a five-year rebuild potentially, or, or you run it back with this team overpay a lot of guys over the next two years, right? You Cause OG wants a ton. Freddie's going to want his almost max. You've got uh, Siakam coming to the last year, his contract. Uh, you got the Barnes rookie contract coming up two years. Like we could be staring at a massive tax bill uh, with almost the exact same roster. We are in yeah. the dead zone. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't see how like management says, Hey, that's, let's go do this again. And it's going to cost us, like Bart, what twenty percent more? Like to keep? Yeah, I assume it's got at least twenty percent more, right? Like there, there really is only one option, right? You got to just like we got to get our original picks back or like something, right? And then yeah, it's it, it's gonna be a longer rebuild than normal because we we don't even have our our regular draft picks. So uh, yeah, like I think, and which is gonna which is then going to put win now Masai into a very, very difficult position and probably, and this is going to favor the players, not, not the, not the team, because they're going to get contracts that probably don't make a ton of sense for this team to be competitive in the long run. So I think, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do, but my guess is they run it back. That's my guess. My guess is they sign Freddie, uh, they sign Gary, uh, and then they're going to sign everybody else over the next uh, 18 months. And then we're going to have to try and find some shooters around it. Like that's, that's it. You know, they were, I think I can't remember where I, where I heard of that. They were saying, why didn't the Raptors make um, a trade the deadline as opposed to the off season? And they always, they always say when well, the off season, you have more people who have more room, right? There'd be more people that are, that are eligible to do it. But that means we got to, and I think Aaron Rose had in his, his commentary too, right? We got to assign these guys and then trade them. Yeah. Like, and to me, which, you never get, you never get yeah, value for that. No, no, right? no. You it's, never yeah, you, you'll get, you're right. You, you, you're not gonna get the value, but I don't know if we, if we run it back, like what, what's going to change? Like besides one more year of experience, I mean, maybe Scotty gets a bit better. Yeah. Like, well, I, 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 I get, yeah, yeah, I think that's, I, I think the only way that this team would get better by running it back, Scotty makes that big jump that he didn't make this year. So it makes a significant jump, like a 20, 28 yeah. and six guy. Uh, yeah. OG makes another jump, um, which I, I don't know if that's there. He may have jumped, like he might be at or close to his ceiling, but you're not going to get a jump from Freddie is who he is that we talked about. Pascal is who he is. Pirtle is who he is. Like there's no, you know, yeah, and those then, guys aren't. So, yeah, I, I really, I just think, I really do think we're staring at just a no-win situation because it's going to be really hard to justify to the fan base a complete rebuild after the way they've been talking about this roster for the last two years. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to have the reality check? Like, I... You know, do we want forty-one and forty-one again? Like, I'd I'd rather I shouldn't say I'd rather tank. Tanking is just I can't even imagine. Like, I'm 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 trying to recall the raps from like 
10, 15 years ago, Bart, where like, there's like 50 games gone. We're going, okay, good. We don't got to watch anymore. No, <laughs> it's I, I like, remember it. like, oh yeah, right. Like at least get some entertainment, right? But you know, do they somehow just keep Trent and Scotty and just everything else? See you later. And Listen, you know, the two two young guys and just build. Unless there's a blueprint that we're not aware of that can make this team can, that can get this team from 41 and 41 to 50 and 32. Cause I think it, once you're in that 50 win plateau, like you're now you're going to yep. be thinking I can win a series and you know, yeah. but that's a big jump. Nine games is a massive jump and it's impossible with this roster. Um, so the only yeah, is what can we go get in free agency where we don't have a ton of cap space. That's going to make us, you know, seven yeah. to 10 games better. It's not out there. It's just not. Yeah, it happened all year, right? Like, how many podcasts do we have saying, "Wow, we were in that game, and in the last three minutes or or whatever, we we couldn't close." It had to be at least part six, oh, six to eight games where, like, like, minimum, minimum, where like we just couldn't close. We played played a great game for like forty minutes, and then we, we couldn't close. And it happened again, the you know, in the playoffs, right? Things come true. Things come true. Well, that's right. And you can't like, you know, a, a leopard doesn't change its spots. And that's exactly yeah. what we were. We, you know what? That team that lost to the Bulls is exactly the team we stared at all year. Very frustrating. Yeah. Um, and oh. just, yeah, like, it, and, and did not like underachieved. Underachieved. All right. So listen, let's, uh, I mean, I think we beat that horse to death. I, don't, I mean, we'll have to see what happens here in the next few days, but let's, let's go to nurse quickly. Um, I mean, I actually paid pretty close attention to him that game just to sort of see where his intensity was. Like he was into that game. Like he was, he was fighting yeah. as hard. Uh, he was coaching as hard as he had been all season. Uh, so I don't think there was any sort of like, I don't, I didn't get the sense he was mailing it in, which maybe led me to believe there's a glimmer that he's a chance he comes back. But I mean, it's been a week, so I know it was early and maybe they're going to wait till uh, after the playoffs I can't, that would seems to be too long. I think something would have to happen before the draft, but um, your thoughts on nurse. Do you still, are you still in the camp that he's out of here? You know, I thought it was a hundred percent out. And then, you know, I listened to every single player comment afterwards and stuff. I don't know how much that stuff scripted Bart, like everyone praised the coach. OG was praising him. Freddie was praising him. Trent was praising him. And it's like, how much of that is, is the truth or not? Right. Um, if you said it, is he, is he coming back? Yeah. Like now, now I think he's coming back. I think he's going to come back for a year. Um, you asked me last week or two weeks ago, I said a hundred percent out, but you know, they had the discussions about, does he go to the front office and stuff? Just oh, like your buddy Dwayne Casey, right? He wants to coach. <laughs> like he, he's a coach. He's not like, how old's yeah. Casey? Late sixties. Like he's a coach. He doesn't want to go either, to the front He's either going to TV or he's coaching the Raptors or somewhere else. He's not, he's not going to the front. He's not yeah. front office guy. No way. Not yet. Yeah. Not the stage of his career. Right. So, no. uh, cause I think, I mean, I, I think to a certain extent, he probably feels like he's got something to prove a little bit. And he, and he, you know what, to a certain extent, I could make that argument. I mean, he won as a first year coach with a, you know, generational yeah. talent, uh, yeah. inherited, inherited a good team, inherited a, win team. a really good team. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, didn't, but let's, let's not forget the year after they lost Kawhi, they had the third best record in the league. So he did an unbelievably good coaching yeah. job that year. Um, yeah. But again, we need to go back to that blueprint because we had shooters all around us uh, in, yeah. in those types of scenarios. Um, but I think, yeah, he's got something to prove. I mean, he won a ring. He had a good run, but then he's had a couple bad seasons and 
you know, I think I'm sure he wants to validate. I can either do this somewhere else with a different roster or I can do it without having Kawhi. Right. So I, I think he's got lots. I think he's got lots left in the coaching tank for sure. I just don't know if it's going to be with a Raptor. And I guess I'm kind of, I mean, listen, if we blow it up, he's gone. And I think that's maybe what's happening here too. Right. If, if he, bl- if they blow it up, he's, I'm yeah. out of here. Why would he want to stay? Yeah. Why would we want him yeah. at that stage? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then if we don't blow it up, I don't know if I'm him with like, I'm not sure I'd want to stay if we don't blow it up, but I, I actually think, well, I, I know him and Freddie are tight, so I don't think any of that stuff's script, but like if Pascal's talking nicely about him, I question it. OG, you know, OG was, I love Nick nurse. Like everyone like had the same script and I'm going, okay, are you guys reading a cue card, cue card here? Like, let's go. Yeah. Well, it, it'll be interesting. And then, you know, I think the next two years are huge for Masai's legacy in Toronto and what he ends up doing. I mean, his legacy will always be pretty solid, but uh, a, a full rebuild, I don't think he's around in two years. Remember, like, Bart, how long ago did we did we um, sign him? Like, remember his big, his big signing? He was going, like, he was doing different, totally different career. Like, he was going in a different, I can't remember what it was, but. Well, that, that was the, after the Tampa season. That's when we gave him the keys okay. to the castle. It was after the Tampa yeah. season, we yeah. draft Barnes. And he got yeah. his big, I think 10 years, like a hundred and something million yeah. full control, yeah. right? There's literally, literally he, he doesn't answer to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so there. I don't know why he would leave. Like why, why would he leave? Well, we might fire him at some stage. Like if it, this goes horribly wrong, yeah. like yeah. We, at some stage you have to be like, well, okay, well your vision didn't work. You promised yeah. X, you I mean, delivered Y and then that's how we operate in the, the walls of Bermuda. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I would take. I would take that paycheck. Oh, my oh I know. Yeah, yeah. Not, not horrible. Um. All yeah. right, Dan. Listen, this is a quick hitter because it's a two. It's a two pod week. Uh. So, uh. Any clo- Any any final thoughts on the season? I just um. You know how it finished. Where like like the the free throws just really bother me. Like it's just that's that's something simple. Um, it just bothers me that that's how we lost. Like, would I prefer them to be losing in the game and then coming back, showing some heart and stuff, and then losing? I, I think I'd rather lose that way than to lose by like a simple fifteen foot like free throw where like we oh, couldn't wow. we couldn't hit it at our home our home court. It's just like it's it's my what drives me crazy. <laughs> like, how the heck can't you like part? How many free throws have you taken your whole life? Like, just as a I know you were a pro at. Well, for Laurier, those in glass houses, uh, my, <laughs> my second year free throw percentage, I, you listen, it may not have been 55%. I was shack like at the line, my second year at Laurier, it really was bad. It really, really was bad, which is unacceptable, which is unacceptable yeah. at any level. That's unacceptable. Yeah. But yeah, just very disappointing. I was like watching probably 90% of the games, very, very disappointing finish. Like, if we had at least won one game and then we got to go to Miami and we, and we compete still would have sucked, but like at home, like you're at the game, like, come at on, home. like yeah. win, just you, win at home. You can't come lose on. that game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. No. You know what? It, I swear people would be thinking differently. The loss at, at home to the 10 seed has magnified yeah. this. Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, all right. For me, I'm going to wrap it up and here's how I feel. At the moment, I feel terrified. <laughs> I feel terrified that 
the future is bleak and that Kitch and I are going to take a bigger bath than what we took on the playoff ticket fiasco. Um, yes. In the course of the next five years, because we couldn't give those tickets away for the, for the playing game. I'm, so Toronto for all this sort of Raptors nation, I'll tell you what that is, you know, and that's actually where it's leading and I should, I'll, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. But yeah, we could not give those tickets away at the end. We took a bath, but you know what? That's what happens when Kitch makes decisions on his own too. A lot of unilateral decision-making on, on buying those tickets. And I'm just saying, maybe to handle things a little differently. That's all. Um, it's your second brother. Come on. Well, I know, but yeah, you know what? Brothers fight sometimes. Brothers punch each other every once in a while. It's a verbal shot to the face for Kitch. Check with me. Um, all right, listen, on that, what, what drives you crazy? And let's get out of here. Well, we, we've done this one before, but I, I watched that full 76ers game last night. I thought Doc Rivers was like auditioning like for a play or something. He was animated for 48 straight minutes on every, every call. And I've watched, I've watched almost every playoff basketball game. And like the coaches that get it, like, like a Steve Kerr, right? Something bad happens and stuff. He'll sit there and consume it. Pick my battles on complaining, but the rivers, like I, I, I pinged you during the game. I have never seen it that bad. Like he probably lost five pounds. Like he's, from the jumping up and down and the crying and the every single, every single play. You know oh. what? The NBA, I, I've thought about this a few times, but the NBA needs to clean all that shit up. The player and coaching oh. stuff. Now, listen, the referees are a disaster too, by the way. Like yeah. some of the shit, like there's a LeBron clip on TikTok um, that's so egregious in the foul that they call against him that I understand why these coaches lose their minds because they're sit, like some of this, like the NBA, it's it. The NBA refereeing, it's such a travesty, too. However, the, it's such a bad look. It's soccer-like. It's, yeah. it's oh. the equivalent of these guys falling yeah. down like they got shot. Like the, and I hate it. It takes away from all of it. And, and Doc is at the top of that list. Yeah. The question, the question I have, Bart, it's not what drives you crazy. When, now, Draymond Green, ignore what happened last night, Ooh, right? Draymond. But when do you get a technical foul for yelling at a ref in a playoff game. Like in a regular season game, like for what's happened in the playoffs, there'll be over a hundred technical fouls handed out. I don't think I've seen one in the playoffs no, yet I, for a guy I, arguing something. And like they're in the ref's faces and the refs, I think the refs are told eat it. Like you will not call a technical foul. No, you're hundred percent right. And <laughs> especially if you have any type of cre- if you have any type of sort of star status, yeah. you could you could yeah. basically <laughs> yeah. assault. You could you could punch the referee's wife yeah. in the face, and they wouldn't call it technical. <laughs> on. Or verbal assault. Yeah, you, you could verbal yeah, assault. So verbal, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I agree. They, it is, and that's brutal too. They should they should absolutely oh. set the example. Like you know what? Don't even look. At, I don't care if it's playoffs or what. It's the same standard. Boom. Team up. Oh. Team up. Like. The gold, the Golden State game last night, like I could not believe the abuse. The ref's just sitting there, and the guy like just chirping his face for like ten seconds, and the ref was a robot, just taking it, like yeah. just taking it. Terrible. I know. I agree. All right. Uh, listen, for me, it's mine's real quick, and it's uh, you know what drives me crazy, Jordan Spieth. So drives me crazy. <laughs> Harbor Town, in the in the home, uh, the. The secondary home office of Hilton Head is where the tournament was this week, at, uh, which I'm playing. I'm playing it on Friday. Um, nice. And 
I've got a ton of money on Spieth to win that playoff. I've been at the playoff. Like it just, it's one when Fitzpatrick didn't make those putts to get to win outright. I'm like, okay, this is Spieth. These guys, you know, momentum. Oh, and then Spieth stuffs it on the first playoff hole. Granted, that putt probably should have gone in lips out, right? But then it's the second playoff hole. He gets another chance, and he doesn't. You know, he's a professional golfer. Don't miss it on the low side in the playoff. Miss it on the high side, and like you might. All right, listen, we gave it a run. It had a chance. But he missed on the low side. It's like, come on, like Kentucky Russ said, you got to keep your speed up. Like, you got to make a 10, 15 footer to win those things. And then, boom. And as, you know, as soon as they get to the next tee, the announcer's like, you know what? You can't give Fitzpatrick this many chances. Boom to six inches. And I'm like, oh, here we go. So, yeah, Jordan Speed, make a fucking putt. Did you see what he got paid for second? I know. Bet more than he got paid when he won last year. That's awesome. Yeah. Was it 2.3 or something? 2.4. 2.4 for second place. Good, on, good for them. Good for oh, them. I agree. You know what? Like When you think about professional yeah. athletes and how they get paid, these guys who have to sort of earn their lunch every week. Like they the 20th guy should make yeah. like, I think Kucher came 20th and made like 250 grand. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like playing average. They play. I did okay. Made a quarter mil. Yeah. Right. Four days. Um, all right. Deno, uh, any AOB before we get out of here? All right, quickly for me, I think I said I would recap the Kucher-Bart matchup. Yes. So the boys did get together. Uh, I've seen Cameron Kucher's swing now. This kid's legit. He's a plus two. They said that my boys were like, he was bombing it everywhere. Um, And he's apparently trying to qualify for the U.S. Open. So like he's legit, legit. How old, Bart? How old again? 16. 16. 16. Yeah, so he's got a a bright future, uh, I think, ahead of him from a golfing standpoint. Uh, But the teams were Cameron and Johnny versus Bobby and Carson. Uh, Bobby and Carson closed him out. Closed him out on 17. I know. So the future future PGA Pro uh, took it on the chin. Probably because he had Johnny. Probably because Johnny was trying to read his putts, tell him what not to do. Yeah, that was probably... Was probably up. he was getting his head. He was getting his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny can try. Johnny uh, teammate was a loose definition for Johnny probably that day. <laughs> so there you go. All right, listen, Dano. Uh, part two this week coming up. Hopefully with our our friend of the show, uh, yeah. E Smith. Hopefully that's uh, don't miss up. that. E Smith is a great interview. Well, yeah, and apparently, apparently, like I said, Masai's got a. Uh, Apparently, Masai has a media session this week, so we're gonna we're gonna chat after the session. So we'll see, see where it goes. Great. Okay. All right. Well, hey, listen, you get to catch his job. You close it. Take it away, Kawhi. We miss you. <laughs> Kawhi up top looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win. Hey! <laughs>